Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and I'm super excited to have today. You normally know him, know him from Inglorious, but today he's from Iconic, Nathan James. Nathan, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm super excited to talk about the debut album from this new project that Frontiers has put together, Iconic. Second Skin, featuring yourself, Michael Sweet, Joel Hoekstra, Marco Mendoza, and Tommy Aldridge. Um, th- that lineup has got to give you give you chills, I feel like, being a young rock fan, you know, growing up with a lot of those names. How, how, how did you feel when this was presented to you? It's crazy, right? Like, I'd, If I was to, like, pick my dream kind of band, like, these guys would be in it. They are all legends and and super talented people. So yeah, it's a real honor to be sharing sharing an album with them and writing with them, recording with them, even making music videos and having dinner with them. You know, it's, it's, I'm very grateful for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's something I was gonna get to, to a little later on, but we'll, we'll get to it now. You actually got to, like, I don't know if this album was recorded with everybody in the same place, you know, COVID and you're all in different parts of the world. Um, but I, you guys got to come together and shoot some videos. I'm sure that was quite an experience. Yeah, it was awesome. As you said, we we with COVID, we weren't able to all be together. I did my vocals in the UK. Everything else was recorded in America in all different studios. So um, we had no idea like how we were going to all get along until we were in that room making those videos for those few days. <laughs> and and it was awesome. Like there was such a good vibe. Everyone was super positive. Really enjoying doing something new you know i know like tommy's been doing white snake pretty exclusively for such a long time so i think it's quite cool for all of us to play something different same with michael michael's kind of just playing guitar on this as well as doing a couple of shared vocals but it's a, it's a different beast for him so this whole experience has been really awesome for all of us and we're all really enjoying it speaking of michael i wanted to ask you did you feel um I don't want to say maybe intimidated or, or did you feel any pressure because, you know, he's stepping into the role as a lead guitarist when, you know, most people know him as that vocalist that can hit those glass shattering screams. So how did that feel to kind of like, you know, take the lead over him? I, obviously you guys do have some great moments on the record where you're together, like on run. Uh, like I love when your voices kind of collide there, but like, what was it like to kind of like take the lead over him? Crazy. Like it just doesn't, <laughs> It doesn't make sense to me, so I understand that if other people find it hard to understand as well. Um, no, it's super. It was intimidating at first, uh, but I know Michael is a fan of my voice. He's been a fan of me for many years. Uh, a couple of years ago, on the Monsters of Rock Cruise, probably five years ago now, um, he actually leant over the balcony of the ship during a Q and A I was doing, and said, <laughs> and shouted out, "This is the best singer on the whole ship." To, to me which was like oh, wow. so crazy and I just I went silent and started crying I think uh, but <laughs> to have someone like that who is such an advocate of, of new talent as well it's not just me as far as young singers he's, he's always sharing about new singers and new musicians and people that he he rates it's really cool and I didn't feel that pressure because I knew that I'd I'd do him proud you know I'd make sure that I did a good job and you definitely did this record like it's a testament to that like it's it's crazy some of the stuff the stuff you're doing on here vocally. It's really good. Um, I want to go back to the beginning for a second, just because um, I feel like this project's been talked about for a minute. Because I swear I, I don't, and I could be wrong, but as far back as two years ago, 
I remember hearing Michael talk about doing an album with Nathan, Nathan St. James. Has this been something you guys have had to sit on for a while because of the pandemic? Um, yeah, and also it took a while to get like the lineup confirmed, I think, you know. We all wanted to... I was very conscious of this being another kind of Michael Sweet duo project. And not that I wouldn't have loved that, but I just... He already does Sunbomb for Frontiers. He does Sweet and Lynch. He does other bits and pieces i kind of was like i need i think this should be a, a band and yeah. that i think is what took a little bit of time was making sure that we got all the right ingredients for that um i don't think i don't even think there was anyone else in talks for it to be honest i don't think they i think the first people that we went to they they said yes which is amazing that's incredible so you you, you put you've come up with the idea to make it a band you put it together um and you start working on this. Where does the impetus come? Like the whole push behind this album has been that it's very White Snake '87. Where does that come from? Is it just because you have two members of White Snake in the band, or is that something from the beginning like that was like, yeah, we kind of want that vibe making this album? I, the whole thing, the name, the the artwork, that everything has come from the label, right? This is Serafino from Frontiers's yeah. thing. Um, so it's kind of his project, and I think. Well, originally, it wasn't supposed... Originally, Tommy and Marco won in the lineup. You know, originally, the first two was me and Michael and then Joel. And then it was like, okay, so we've got one snake. And then I think over time, maybe the label were like, oh, well, we've got two current members of White Snake and one ex-White Snake member, maybe. And the, the album title itself, Second Skin, kind of has like a bit of a... Yeah. A, a, a bit of a snaky vibe. Um but I don't think it sounds that much like White Snake, to be honest. I don't, I don't sound that much like David Coverdale. I don't think really when you break it down, and I, th I think fans of that will probably like this because I don't think there's anything like this quality and this kind of style for quite a quite a while now. Um, but I hope I hope people dig it. That's the that's the main thing, right? I think I think that trying to be eighty seven was not ever in my intentions and if anything i was conscious of it sounding that way so when i wrote my two songs i was like super like aware that people would go he thinks he's david coverdale i was very <laughs> i was very very conscious of of not making that happen i do think the record has a sound of its own because i did when i got to go into thinking like okay this is going to be very white snake and there are songs that have that i think ready for your love definitely has that in, you know in spades that to me is the probably the most white snake sounding song on the album but there's also some really heavy stuff on here too like it's a very 70s sounding almost zeppelin stuff so uh it, it's definitely you know a sound of its own uh, i wanted to ask you actually which two songs did you write because i actually don't have the the credits yet i just have the promo so what were you two, what were your two songs for the record and how did you go about presenting those i wrote the lyrics and melody to all i need and enough of your love uh and they, the guys wrote all the riffs. It was, I think Joel provided the majority of the riffs for the album. Then Michael and Alessandro turned them into songs. They did most of the top line writing. And then on those songs, they said, look, we want you to write the top line. So they sent me the demos and I just came up with that. Um, and they, yeah, they did it straight away. I was, I can, they really enjoyed it. And even All I Need became our third single. So I'm pretty pleased about that. I love that song, man. It's, it's such like... I love me a good classic ballad and that that one nails it man so yeah that's a great tune thanks buddy yeah awesome so let's uh let's get 
this is kind of a random question, but I did want to ask it. You've been with Frontiers for a long time now, it seems, I believe. There's been five Inglorious albums on the label, six maybe if you count the live record. Um, I'm kind of surprised that it's been this long without a side project from you um, or like a solo record of some kind. Uh, were, were there any other projects presented to you before this one or is this kind of the first time they asked you to step out of that role in, in Inglorious and step into something else? I know there was talks of some stuff and I've, I said no because mostly because I'm so focused on my own band that I, I don't want to do anything else. I didn't want to until this point anyway. And now that Inglorious is kind of working, it's doing its thing, it's a, it's a monster all of its own. I kind of feel like I'm at a point now where I can do things. And also, how on earth would I be able to say no to this group of musicians? Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like the dream side project. Um, and not that they asked, not that Tommy Aldridge asked me, but like, it's still, if Frontiers presented me with that lineup, I couldn't say no. Like, it's... It's, it's yeah it's a bit of history you know it's just pretty cool absolutely yeah this this is an album that'll that'll stand up i think at the end of the year like i get the feeling this will be one of my favorites so for sure awesome. also I, I, I was curious if you realized this came out this comes out the same day as white snake releasing their re remaster remix greatest hits album i did not know that until just now yeah i thought that was really cool i was like okay i have to kind of get both now and just have them side by side for like a facebook selfie because that's just perfect that's a good day for for white snake bands for sure oh totally yeah uh to go back to the record for a second i wanted to ask you another thing about vocals at least uh recording them um and like i said working with michael sweden you kind of mentioned you know like you you were able to rise to the occasion did you ever send anything to michael and be like what do you think what do you think of this or did you ever get anything from him like oh i get to sing like on top of this with him like how did that kind of come about because like you said there's some great moments where you two kind of come together and sing together on this record I did all my vocals before him, actually. So when I was singing the duets on the album, it was actually to Alessandro's vocal, um, the producer, genius. Um, so yeah, I kind of didn't know what Michael was going to do to the end. So I laid down what I thought would work and then he went down and put his stuff. So I didn't actually hear it till we got the first mixes back and I couldn't believe what he did. He just, he actually like sung circles around me on like a few tunes. I was like, wow, like <laughs> I I am so impressed that he managed to do that with the song. He makes choices that I just don't hear, you know? It's, he's been a musician for, yeah, for nearly 30 years longer than I've been alive. So it's it's it's, it's amazing. I, lo I love, love hearing what he did and Hearing our voices together, I think it's really cool. I don't know if you felt this as well, but they're so different. Yeah. There's never any confusion. Quite a few of these duo type situations or duo albums, it's kind of hard to pick the voice. You're like, almost like, who is that singing? Whereas you know when I'm singing and you know when Michael's singing, which I think is really cool. That's a good point. Yeah, there's definitely a clear delineation, but it doesn't sound like, there's no dissonance. Like, it sounds like it was meant... So get, like it's a good blend like you guys are a good foil for each other i think like especially like a moments where like you, you go to your high part and then he goes to that like glass shatter scream thing he does <laughs> like i thought those were like those are like my favorite moments vocally on the album I, I was like that's cool it's just like two titans coming together thanks buddy appreciate it yeah, yeah you're welcome um very cool um so i know one thing with these albums is you know they kind of like these these projects you know they sometimes just end up being studio things but i don't know it, to me the record sounds so good and so live like 
I wouldn't know that you guys weren't playing together if I w didn't have the knowledge of how all of this worked. So is there any chance of you guys getting together and like, I don't know, maybe doing a one-off show or just even jamming? Is that even a possibility? I, I think the music videos was kind of proof to all of us that it would actually be really fun because we had no idea until those days in LA that it was going to work or we were going to even get on or it was going to be a fun vibe or whatever. But it was really fun. Obviously, the only problem, I think, for all of us is is logistics. The two yeah. guys are on tour with Whitesnake for we don't know how long, question mark. We don't know where that tour's for, properly ending. Um, Marco's doing his own thing. Michael Sweet's on tour with Striper right now. So it's, it's tricky. It's tricky to get the logistics to get together and rehearse. It's also super expensive. So it has to be something worthwhile for everyone to do so maybe you'll see us on a on one show or something and it, what i think would be cool is to is to do a great show one great big show and then maybe film that for a live dvd and album or something you know i think that'd be cool i think that would be perfect yeah especially you know if it's like someplace you know i'm, I'm in the u.s and i feel like this is probably something that would have to have to happen like overseas at like maybe like the frontiers festival or something so yeah 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 if that's something like that happened that would be super cool uh great yeah I, I got a few more questions for you next i wanted to ask you you know what what else you got coming this year man because there's a live record <coughs> with inglorious and last year you guys were working super hard and you put out two albums um so what's next like what, what what's what's in, what's on the docket for you we just announced a uk tour for later this year which is like uh a year on exactly from our last tour where we recorded the live album and dvd so yeah looking forward to that we got a few festivals this summer Keeping busy, we had a f our first writing session, myself and Danny, the guitarist, like a month ago for our next album. Um, we have no idea when that's coming or when we're going to get in the studio, but it's good to start writing and thinking about what we want to do and what we want to sound like on this next record. So, yeah, just keeping going, keeping busy. Um, I'm feeling super lucky to be out gigging again after the last two years. I'm sure, man. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes we wondered if we were going to get any more rock shows. So, yeah, I get that. Um, great. So the next, the next question I wanted to ask you is I always try to end things on a positive note. And uh, one of the great things about the show is it's purely just for me being a fan trying to get music out to people. And I also like to give the people I talk to a chance to be a bit of a fan. So obviously you got to go you got to go shoot music videos and work with these, you know, people you grew up listening to. Like, did you have any moments like where you like got to like, you know, maybe ask Tommy Aldridge for a story or you get to like, you know, swap stories with Michael Sweet or something like, what was your, like your kind of like your biggest fan moment making this album? I'm not going to divulge the stories, uh, right. but the moment was we were all sat around having drinks and dinner in the hotel restaurant. It was a cool hotel. We were on the top floor and um, we were looking out like at this beautiful view and, and I was hearing Tommy and uh, Michael tell these awesome stories. And Tommy's got obviously got incredible stories. What a, what a life he's led. He's, his Aussie stories and his Ted Nugent stories and his Cover, Coverdale stories. And like just all these incredible characters that he's worked with. So that was, um, that was pretty cool. And then I left the dinner early to go to the Rainbow because uh, I was in LA and I've, I've never been to the rainbow properly. Um, 
So I went to the rainbow that night, got really drunk and bumped into a friend of mine, Michael Michael Starr. From, oh, nice. From yeah, Steel Panther. Yeah, you guys you guys have toured with Steel Panther, right? Yeah, twice. We've toured uh, in Glorious Tour with Steel Panther twice, so bumped into him at the rainbow and had a really great time. Uh, yeah, I got really drunk, and that's the reason why I'm wearing glasses in the second video, because that was the day after. <laughs> That that's awesome. I, I I love it. And hey, welcome to LA. That's all. That that's great. <laughs> welcome to SoCal, man. <laughs> um, and Nathan, this has been so so much fun. Just to kind of bring bring it all home. Uh, the album comes out uh, June seventeenth. Um, anything else you'd like to uh, promote before we wrap this up? Yeah, just if you. It looks great, by the way. I've got a copy of it here. So. Ooh, yes. Damn. It looks so. It looks so good. The inside's awesome. Oh, that's great great picture of us all on the back um so the best way to tell the label that we should be touring is by buying the album right so yep. how the the success of this band in a live environment depends on how many sales we make around the world if we sell five thousand copies in south america they're going to send us to south america if they we sell ten thousand copies in north america they're going to send us to north america that's yep. kind of like what we need to think of so let's um yeah if you like it buy it it's that simple Absolutely. I put in my pre-order, so uh, you guys should do the same. All right. Good plan. Thanks, Nathan. This has been a blast. Uh, Till next time, I'm the Sly Dog. Peace. Love. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, man. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.